Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 248 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. Tonight, a small smattering of news. Mario movie is closer than you think. Is it now? Luminous Productions is being absorbed? Question mark. What does that mean? Elden Ring expansion announced. I haven't even started the regular one, so that's great. Uh, Pokemon Presents announcements. Some cool stuff there, hopefully. And this is just a blanket statement. Coming to NSO Plus this week! Exclamation point. I'm one of your hosts, Richard Bergman. Joined tonight by Newsmaster Brant McKee. I'm your Newsmaster. I am present. Brant, thank you for taking time out of Skyward Sword, which I'm sure we're going to hear about <laughs> later on. To oh, yes. not only build us the news, but join tonight. Our, uh, our third compatriot is under the weather, so we wish him... Um, Healing paths. I don't know where I was going with that. We wish him well wishes a for swift feeling better. Recovery. Swift recovery. There we go. Yeah. Well wishes for healing. Yes. Play him the song of healing in Skyward Sword. Is that in Skyward Sword? Send him a fairy in a bottle. Yes. Multiples. So he can store them up. Currently, he's the Wind Waker kid with the snot hanging out his nose, like <laughs> running around the town trying to follow you. You know that Wind Waker kid. <laughs> he's in, um, is he a Minish Cap? He's in something else I saw recently. It might have been one of the Phantom Hourglass or one of the other ones. They they redid that right, snot probably. character. Yeah. Snot characters. I'll take snot characters for 400. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll rue the day you crossed me. Let's get into this news. Are we still planning? Well, we can't go this week. Are we still planning to go watch a Mario Brothers movie, all of us together? I kind of want to see it with my family, and they're kind of... At least my son's getting pretty excited about it. So. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I, I, it comes out on in the middle of a week now, though. Mm-hmm. What day is that, Brant? And it's not April Fool's Day. Spoilers. It's April fifth. They moved 5th. it from April seventh. At least here in uh, here in the United States. Okay, two days. I thought it was like a week or so when I first. No, nah, they they moved it up only two days. Yep. This is summarized from Tom Ivan at. Uh... VideoGamesChronicle.com in 60 markets, which is probably just about everywhere, right? What is the whole point of doing that? The film will hit cinemas in additional markets in April and May, including Japan and on yeah. April 28th. Why is that such a... Is that localization? Or uh, dubs, I guess? It's kind of weird. Uh, an Nintendo Down Direct article. presentation themed around the Super Mario Brothers movie will take place on March 9th. So that's coming up? Yeah. Yeah, toward the end of the week, March what 9th. What is a Super Mario Brothers Direct? That's just a trailer, right? I know. It's, <laughs> they keep it's saying that. It, they keep throwing Direct on there. I, I think for... I, I don't think they need to have Directs based that's... on Super Mario World and the Super Mario movie. Oh, this is that weird stuff where they interview the actors. They're like, now we're going to go to Jack Black and hear his take on Bowser. And they read some... I remember when I first played Super Mario Brothers. I've always yeah. dreamed of playing. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, Renee said he's going to give Cesar a green herb. That will work. <laughs> or is that the one for mana? Is that just restore his mana in Resident Evil? <laughs> give him a yellow and a red one. All right, so there's going to be a Nintendo Direct. On... But they also... Dates are mixed up. Thursday? I don't know. Yeah, they, they did say they are going to do the direct for the movie, but I would assume they'd also 
do you think they're going to do it the day before or do you think they'll actually wait till March 10th on Mario Day to release any more information about what they're doing for that? I'm sure it's all the 9th. Like all the stuff's out about the game sales and the console, right? You've seen that? Yeah. Yeah, so so March 10th <laughs> is Mario Day if you look at it. Yeah. So they've got a 299 SKU for the extended battery. Yeah, Switch. it's it's the better battery switch. It's not the yep. OLED. It's the deep red Joy-Cons. And um, stickers from the movie. S- movie, stickers, movie stickers. And you get a you get a free Mario game. Which you get a voucher Mario, for... I would, I would say Mario game loosely because like Donkey yeah. Kong Tropical Freeze was on that <laughs> list too. <laughs> it was. The original Mario villain before Jack Black. Yeah, you get a... Uh, Mario 3D Del- or Mario Deluxe, Mario yeah, you U get Deluxe. Cho- you, you get to choose from those. It was like yeah, U Deluxe or Mario Kart. Um, yeah, Mario Kart, Odyssey, Donkey Kong. Yeah, is Donkey one of the Kong Mario Parties, Parties on there? Yeah, Mario Party Superstars yeah. is on there. A good so. one. There's some good choices for sure. Yeah, it's not a bad skew for those but- who don't have a Switch yet. Or the collectors that will try to grab the Mario one with the stickers. Yeah, but honestly, I, I think if you're going to get a Switch, just just shell out a little extra money and get the OLED. Uh, I would wholeheartedly the value. agree. Wholeheartedly agree. Uh, that's it. It's the March 9th N- Nintendo news for Mario <laughs> Brothers. That's not March 10th Mario news. It's yeah. so awkward. Oh, I'm sure we'll go over... Mario Day next week. Yeah, if there's something else that comes out. Uh, another one from VideoGamesChronicle.com. Forspoken developer Luminous Productions is set to be merged into Square Enix. The studio is currently working on Forspoken DLC. Uh, I think by the next time Susser's on the show, he'll have finished this one. It sounded like he was close last week. Yeah, I know I saw him uh, playing it a couple times on PS5, so I'm sure I'm sure by now he's he's probably done with it. Yeah. Um, this comes from Chris Scolion at VideoGamesChronicle.com. Luminous Productions, the development studio behind Forspoken, is going to be fully merged into Square Enix. I thought they were. Their only other title has been Final Fantasy XV, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's its own limited. Square Enix Holdings Company announces that it will merge its wholly owned subsidiary, Luminous Productions Company Limited, into its wholly owned subsidiary, Square <laughs> Enix Company Limited. Effective Monday, May 1st, 2023, the statement reads. This is no big surprise because, I mean, they just sold their more Western games and things like that. True. Off. They've been looking to kind of consolidate costs and everything. So, but they, I mean, I guess they didn't, they saw the, um, the value in Luminous because, I mean, they did make that whole Luminous engine, even though at this point. Uh, it, it looks like they, you know, sunk a lot of money into it, but I think everybody's kind of leaning more towards Unreal, just because of the ease of That's use. A good way of putting that. Yeah, and these proprietary engines are just kind of going away. Yeah, the ease of use and just how optimized it is for these systems, because just seeing the like the few demos and things that have come out, like that. Um, what was it? The Matrix demo that was all yep. in unreal F- that was amazing and i mean that, that was, was <laughs> that was a hell of an experience <laughs> yep but Noted. it seems like more and more people are are moving to unreal so yeah 
Uh, potentially Halo. Halo is another one of those examples. Yep. You get the proprietary slip space engine that they brought in all these people to learn in 18 months on their contract and then cut them after that and lost all that knowledge for each employee. Yep. It's just nonsense. It's it's not outlandish to say Halo would not be in the condition it is now if they had gone with a non-proprietary engine, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And we've almost moved away from it. Uh, I haven't gone back to it in a minute, so. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what the, the new season is Tuesday. So there will be a is big it? update. Yeah, we'll Dang. probably dive back in on the 7th and just at least see what's going on. <laughs> if there's a new map or something. It's supposed to be two new maps. Okay. So that'll be that'll be at, wor- at least worth checking out for us. Um, t- t- I like this quote. Combining the two entities will further enhance the group's ability to develop HD games. HD games. <laughs> uh, I know. When, <laughs> when have they referred to HD games since, like, the, the Wii and 360 days? HD games. <laughs> Maybe we'll get some more summer of <laughs> HD games announced in June. <laughs> 4K, what are you talking about? We're still on HD. There's nothing wrong with HD games. There's people appreciating 480i games still. Uh-huh. Uh, when we established, quote, when we established Luminous Productions in 2018, our vision was to make AAA games that fuse technology and artistry to deliver completely new play experiences. Having the chance to do just that has been a dream come true. We appreciate you taking this journey with us and look forward to continuing to create new entertainment experiences as part of the Square Enix family. Sure. It's kind of a uh, it's kind of a news non news thing, right? Yeah. Set to be fully merged. So I guess they're just cementing, hey, we need these people, we need this technology. Yeah. Oh Brant, tell me about your game of the year last year, Elden Ring's <laughs> first expansion. <laughs> this game was given game of the year. Um I still have yet By to you. touch it. Uh do you I own it? No. Okay, uh, you're not as bad as me then. Who's owned it for a year and has never inst- I installed it. I did I did pop it into install it. Oh, there yeah. you go. I got far. I got I got pretty far into it installing it. <laughs> <laughs> Watching the bar go up. Uh I know Cesar really enjoyed this game as well yes. as countless others. Uh this is also a a really short story uh as far as news goes. Um they put this out via Twitter. Uh, Elden Ring's official Twitter um, Rise, tarnish, and let us walk a new path together An upcoming expansion for Elden Ring Shadow of the uh, Urchery is currently in development We hope you look forward to new adventures uh, In the lands uh, lands between And there's a beautiful piece of uh, concept art, I guess Or or just art itself Um Imagine it's a bunch of people's wallpaper at this point. Yeah. Or their lock screen. Showing like a vast kind of misty land um, leading to this humongous tree out off in the distance. So I'm guessing that's, that's originally it's it was in the game to start with. I'm, I have no Elden Ring I'm knowledge. Not sure. Um, I mean, this article also talks about how um, they had the uh, they added the, the Colosseums. Um, they received an update in December, which opened all those coliseums that were kind of dotted around the map. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this, there's not a lot of details yet. They're just saying that it's in development. So I would assume probably closer to the end of the year, 
maybe, you know, November release or something like that. Yeah. At least here, at least we'll hear about it again. But I know th- there's quite a buzz. Do you think there's Erd berries on the Erd tree? <laughs> does the, does the fact berries. that there's an Erd tree lend uh, some thought to maybe there's some Erd berries laying around? Possibly. I do not know. <laughs> I do not know all the lore. Would you the, eat an uh, Erd berry? The Lord Master is not with us. Yeah, people are probably laughing at us like, these stupid fucking idiots. Play Elden Ring. <laughs> Play Elden Ring so you're not talking shit about Erd berries. Uh... Uh, next, I guess I'll go into the um, Pokemon Presents, which if you were expecting um, <laughs> very specific <laughs> Game Boy announcements, uh, like uh, the majority of the internet was uh, Pokemon Presents disappointment in this uh, presentation. Um, Pokemon, present, Pokemon Presents regret <laughs> for having watched this, if you were expecting Game Boy announcements. Um, so I'm going to go with the order in which stuff was presented, not the article. Cause I, I watched this in anticipation and was, um, a little let down. I, I guess. did watch this I... too. And was mostly confused because all <laughs> Pokemon is just, Pokemon is just not what I knew Pokemon as like all this no, stuff is it's, it's invading to me. every part of our lives at this point now. Uh, um, when we're awake, when we're on the toilet, when we're sleeping, brushing your teeth. Yeah. The land between, um so Even they in did the shadow of the Erd tree there's pokemon uh so the first thing they talked about was the uh 2023 pokemon world championships coming back um this is going to be held august uh 11 through the 13th in yokohama card, japan is that the card game or is that the, the actual digital you that know, is uh, that's actually everything Oh, that's everything. Um so they do this is like the trading card game this is the um Video game. I want to see it. Uh, Scarlet and Violet. Yeah, yeah they've Pokemon added Go, Scarlet Pokemon Violet, Unite. Yeah, Unite, all of that. Has your family qualified for their place in the Pokemon Unite tournament? Or are you no. guys still working on no, we, uh, placing? I have not touched it, uh, even with the new update that was announced in this. The next thing they showed <laughs> off, which, again, we're going to have to wait. I guess they're going to talk about it more during the um, tournament. Um, is this Pokemon trading card game classic? This was not the classic announcement people were looking for. Um, but it is a premium, uh, product, which is like this trading card. It almost looks like this hard briefcase. It folds out into this play mat kind of deal. And they yeah. showed off a lot of the classic, um, cards when the when the game was made by wizards of the coast as all of us in the 90s growing up remember these these trading cards i was about to say um, they don't anymore no because i it, i that charizard card in this article i have that holographic charizard card i got it in a pack at media play <laughs> i opened that oh damn it's not one of the super expensive ones though like you see the shadow on the border on the right side mm-hmm the soup, that's what mine looks like. The super expensive ones have no shadow. They're the shadowless. I did a deep dive on one of those sold for a ridiculous amount of money. I was like, me too. Oh, they go for a stupid amount. It wasn't mine. That's um, cool though. So it's going to, is, do you get the full set when you buy that nice, like fold out? Uh, I am 
I am not sure that that is another thing. It was it was a just a sneak peek. It's like a little it was a little video of two people sitting there playing and they, you know, showed them playing the classic cards. Of course, they had to show Charizard, Ivysaur, um, yeah. Blastoise and then just said it's Pokemon trading card game classic um, a way to. I'm trying to remember exactly what it said. It was like a, a way to to carry these games, this classic game into the future, you know. It says it's meant to last a lifetime. That makes yeah. me think it's a set, like you buy the set and it comes with all the stuff. That's what it makes it me think, yeah. but they, they have not elaborated. I'm assuming this is going to be, because they're probably banking on nostalgia, it's probably going to be stupid expensive. Oh, for sure. Um, Are but Pokemon that... collectors as extreme as other parts of game collect? Okay. Oh, yeah. I figured oh, it was yeah. bad. I've Anything seen... Pokemon. I've seen the games are super expensive. They never lose their value. Like a new release one for 40 or 60, whatever the MSRP is, they never get below that. Well, it was just before the pandemic and then during the pandemic, the, the games went up. But also um, we have uh, everybody's favorite YouTuber, um, Jake Paul, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. The boxer? Right? Uh, started, he, he was like, showing off Pokemon cards and opening Pokemon cards. Cause I mean, a lot of people that were already into the game did that, but he uh, Pokemon cards just went crazy, crazy yeah. wild again. Cause his fan base got into it. Um, up to the point where like people were like the, the vendor would go into set up the trading cards and he'd have to make them form a line. I remember these and it stores. was like only one product per person. Yep. They did a they did a promotion where there were like Pokemon cards and cereal and they were having to like. Take the cereal off the shelves and have people ask for it because people were just taking the cereal and open it up and getting the cards out of it. And it was people are crazy, man. People are just it's behind a, it's like behind a lockbox like the old Toys R Us <laughs> game yeah. bin. Uh, you pull a you pull a paper slip off the shelf for Cheerios, and you take it up to the the game bin, and you get your cereal out of the out of the lockbox. <laughs> Pokemon uh, trick cereal, please. Whatever it was. Pokemon tricks. Um, next up, they showed a uh, new show coming to Netflix, uh, Pokemon Concierge. It's like a stop motion animated series. That looked good. That looked good. But that I'm a sucker for stop motion. I feel like that cool. animation style is timeless. Um, there's a Psyduck. I feel like next they yeah they went into basically all of the uh, mobile game stuff. So you had like Pokemon Cafe Mix, which is that like matching mixing. Um, Pokemon game. They're adding the uh, the starters from Scarlet and Violet to it. Um, Pokemon Unite is getting the legendary from Pokemon Sword, uh, Zacian, uh, with a a new limited time event where you can actually uh, earn him. Um, they have new boss rush battles, things like that. And there's a special gift code, uh, Pokemon Unite in game. Um, I don't remember what that gets you. I'm looking that for That Zacian it. thing is so crazy looking with the sword in its mouth. The giant wolf with a big sword. Yeah. In his mouth constantly. Does he attack with the sword? Like, does he swing oh, yeah. it at you? Okay. Yeah, he's, he swings it at you. Uh, and then Pokemon <laughs> EX Masters 
Um, that's the one where you have like all of the iconic like trainers and things. Of course. Um, they're adding some more trainers. Um, trainers will receive five star champions, select uh, scout tickets. No cost when they log in between February 26th and Sunday, March 26th. Um, yeah, I see Pokemon Day is is coming up, so we're going to get even more Pokemon news. Pokemon Day is Thursday, March 16th. So I think once the, Mar- the Mario stuff is done after this week, I think we're going to get... Well, this was the Pokemon Direct. Yeah. I don't know. Why not do this stuff on the pokemon day that's uh what i was thinking oh that's where the game boy stuff comes in hopefully they cleared all this stuff out of the way i see where you're going with this mckee newsmaster Uh, next they talk about the long-awaited pokemon sleep um which has to be um the most boring pokemon news i think i've heard in a really long time (laughs) uh pokemon um so boring it puts you to sleep um <laughs> no 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 i kid um but for real it is a game it is it is a application that you put on your phone to track your sleep so so this is neat as someone who is interested in data and someone who tinkered for like two weeks when he got his new watch with the whole apple sleeping thing i'm about to say as somebody who already has a apple device that will do that for you yeah, there's so I mean, many other things. Like, <laughs> a Fitbit will do it for you. A, Amazon has that thing. You, that, yeah, like, you name it. Your... <laughs> I don't this, know. It's, it, you get a device is... with it. You can buy the no, little thing. It, you can buy the little thing. So this, you literally put your <laughs> smartphone next to your bed. Uh, it tracks your sleeping, puts you in three different categories of sleep. It's kind of a game. Um, the Pokemon will like come up to and the you Pokemon on your sleep gather type. around you based on your sleep type. <laughs> While you're um, sleeping, <laughs> there is a, on you for the kill. <laughs> there is a new accessory to go along with this. We had the Pokemon Go Plus, which was, which was like the little thing on the wristband for Pokemon Go. This is now mm-hmm. the Pokemon Go Plus Plus um, Plus Plus. Um, Points for originality, (laughs) y'all. Kills me. Plus plus kills me. Yeah. Um, Which will also pair with Pokemon Go, but also will pair with Pokemon Sleep. You can set it by your bed. It has basically, they said it's like a Pikachu companion in there, so it can wake you up with like Pikachu alarms. It makes little cute Pikachu noises. Electric yeah. mouse screaming at you. I, I I thought, yeah, that that won't get old quick. Um, but I'm sure. Hey, it obviously it's not geared towards us. Uh, somebody somebody saw this. That ad, loves it. That thing in the and... commercial was <laughs> was an adult. <laughs> it's uh, geared towards us brand. Somebody saw it. It loved was it. It was a white dude with a beard. <laughs> it was literally. <laughs> it was literally. There were several different us, people. Brand. I saw so many different people. Yes, there were there were several uh, examples in the in the all marketing. sorts of demographic in there. Yes, but yes, like I said, they they're, they're getting you with Pokemon Sleep. They want you to go out with Pokemon Go, trade your Pokemon with Pokemon Home, brush your teeth with Pokemon Shine, uh, <laughs> poop with Pokemon Dump. <laughs> I know it's 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 they just want it everywhere. They just want it everywhere. Uh, Wario po- Pokemon 64 suppositories. Said- 
<laughs> pika pika. Uh, Wario sixty four said Pikachu is forever trapped inside that Pokemon plus Go plus yeah. plus thing. <laughs> poor Pikachu. Oh Pikachu, you poor bastard. Um, but I then mean, it's, they. It's kind of cool. It's it kinda is cool. It's kind of cool for for somebody. I'm <laughs> I'm not there. There are it's, people who are super me. interested in their health, their sleep health tracking stuff. And I, it's just not something I need to know every day, day in and day out. I like yeah. tracking it out of a curiosity sometimes. Like I did turn it back on when I was camping to see if that affected, like it was a, it was a different environment. So yeah. is that a different sleeping pattern for me outside of how I usually sleep at home? And uh, I think this is going to be more of a, look, it's kind of a fun thing rather than it's, actually going to give you right more in-depth like health data how Fitbit how and apple was. are so boring they're just graphs now you have like a zapdos came to visit you <laughs> and that's yeah you're right it is more of an entertainment they're trying to bridge that gap of and to my knowledge there may be some out there people can yell at us in the chat or send angry emails to russell at no podcast at gmail.com um there's not a sort of game thing with that health or the at the sleep tracker across the multiple platforms. I don't know that anybody has incorporated something yeah. like that. And if they have, it doesn't have the attachment of a franchise or a um, property with the the hall and the overall aura of Pokemon and the you know everything that 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 audience can bring to that sort of health tracking. So I'm interested to see what it does. I mean, people are going to talk about it when it comes out, or they'll send the the review units out to press, which we are not. Which would be cool one day, you know. I would love to to be able to do stuff like that and write articles or talk about stuff that's coming out like that. But maybe one day. Uh, and then lastly, they went into some more stuff with Scarlet and Violet. Um, not that they're fixing the game's frame issues <laughs> no, or anything. Yeah, no technical um, enhancements. They did have an update for the game. They really did. They had a they had a software update, and from everything I've heard, um, in some respects, it actually makes the game run worse. <laughs> Than original. <laughs> How does There's that some, happen? I don't know. I don't know. Because people are saying you know, they moved, removed uh, certain NPCs and Pokemon from some things to make things run smoother. Yeah. But there's, but there's been instances of people going into the area and it, and it's fine. Everything is actually running somewhat smooth, and then they leave, and they come back to the area, and it's running even worse than it was before the update. It's that's totally an engine thing too. That's some sort of optimization on how there's, that compiles they, stuff. People have people have figured it out. It's some kind of like memory memory issue, like a memory cache or or something. Yeah. And it's a it's a known thing at this point. And yeah. I don't know why they are not kind of like honing in on that and trying to fix that because the I performance if- issues I've I've seen where like a windmill I didn't is get that. Every time. Every, every time. Episode. Thank you, Sam. Um, uh, where you'll see a windmill in the background, and it's moving at, like, maybe two or three fa- frames. It's, it, like, it's supposed like to be this clock. nice. Yeah, yeah it's supposed to be, like, thing. something from, think of uh, the, the Ocarina of Time windmill. You know, it's nice, gradual movement. This is, like, it's ticking like a clock. It looks. Jeez, <laughs> count the seconds as the as the windmill turns. Yeah. Um, wow. But they did they did go into um, new paradox versions of uh, Pokemon are appearing in more Terra raid battles. 
Um, there's. Oh, I like gosh. that stalking lizard thing, that dinosaur-looking thing with the mane that was walking around. That thing was cool. There's it's it's a version of uh, Suicune and Verizian. Um, I'm trying to see. Da, 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 da. One of them is Wake, Walking Wake, and the other one is uh, Iron Leaves. There we go. In yeah. the terror raid battles, Iron Leaves would be the Ver- yeah. They're both legendary Pokemon, but they're paradox versions of it. So yeah, Iron Leaves would be the Verizian, where Walking Wake would be the um, Suicune. Suic- you should know Suicune. It's from uh, like uh, uh, Generation Two. So legendaries in Generation Two. It's it's on uh, the front of Pokemon Crystal. Okay, that's where I recognize that thing from, I guess. Uh, and then very lastly. Um, they did talk about a brand new expansion um, coming very soon to um, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Uh, paid DLC, uh, hidden treasures of Area Zero, uh, Part One. The oh, this was beautiful. Mask. This yeah, video they started off with, with like all the watercolors and stuff. This was gorgeous. Uh, what was this? The the teal mask has you visiting uh, land of uh, Kitokami on a school trip. Uh, will be released in fall 2023, where part two is the Indigo Disc. We'll see you become an exchange student at the Blueberry Academy, <laughs> <laughs> and is slated for winter 2023. So there's yeah, of course. Cool going to be like some new Pokemon and, and things to see in that um, you could go and pre-order them. They were more expensive. I think they were 39 for the DLC. This go around. Um, Damn, that's kind of high for add on. Mm-hmm. Mm, I wonder if this will get a standalone release of some kind. Probably not. If anything, they'll do another skew. Uh, just like they did Sword and, Sword and um, Shield, where Sword it comes with the expansion pass. Yeah, yeah, plus expansion pass when it's just it's just the code in the box. Yeah, it's not like it's on the card. So, but you it can look good. forward to that. Yeah, it was. It's more already like that. it's already up for up for pre order. I had a sneaking feeling at the end of them showing that off that they were going to throw it in that Nintendo Switch Online expansion pass, like they do with uh, Splatoon and Animal Crossing. I thought mm. it would. Uh, <laughs> not at that 39 not at 40 bucks yeah, yeah exactly if it was less you know if you got both of them for 40 or they were 20 a piece maybe i could see that being a bonus in there but i wonder what they're going to start throwing in that thing outside of well we've gotten recent additions so it's it's funny you ask that because in our next article what else is coming up right uh coming up march 9th uh, as well as that being the day before Mario Day, they are throwing <laughs> Mario <laughs> Brothers movie direct day. Uh, they're throwing uh, the Mario Kart 8 Booster Course Wave Pass uh, 4 in there. Which what does that get me? What does we'll, Wave Pass Wave Course Pass Wave 4 get me? Booster. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I can't. And you breathe. got the hiccups. And you got the. I'm hiccups. dying. Oh damn. <laughs> uh, well, on top of getting a new character, Birdo, who is this 
you know, crazy new character, Birdo. Uh, you get several new courses. We want Birdo uh, back. What was Birdo's actual name? Who's Birdo? I don't know who Birdo is. <laughs> um, you get. I think the I think the little thing here is just where they came from. I'm just gonna say them by their name: Asterdam, yeah. Drift, Riverside Park, DK Summit, Yoshi's Island, Bangkok Rush, Mario Circuit, Waluigi Stadium, and Singapore Speedway. I'm guessing Singapore is from the tour. <laughs> tour yeah. Versions. Amsterdam those, and those the uh, Singapore. Yeah, yeah, all Amsterdam. come from the tour. Um, Amsterdam wasn't in Double oh, Dash. And, and Bangkok, oh, of course. That there. wasn't a famous Double Dash course, Amsterdam. But yeah, these will these will be available to everybody that already has the Expansion Pass Plus. Of course, you can um, just buy the DLC pack for... Um, Mario Kart, but also on top of this, they're adding a brand new game to our Game Boy Advanced lineup as well. Yeah, we are getting Metroid uh, Fusion. All also, time, all time great, a classic as far as I'm concerned. It's a beautiful game. If you haven't played it, definitely play it toward How's the end of this week. Yeah, it'll look good on that OLED Switch too. Those <laughs> colors. That one had a totally different color scheme and everything mm-hmm. until uh, outside of that Metroid series up until that point. It did a lot of stuff with it. And like looking back, I was thinking about because I got Metroid. I bought Metroid Prime and I asked for Fusion. I got Fusion for Christmas. I was like, yes, I can link them together now. And I vastly preferred um, Fusion at the time. And it was uh, it's a little handholdy, I guess, for a Metroid game. They're a little bit more free with their guidance like the hint system is not a hint system it's like go here to figure out what's happening here and i've heard some recent criticism saying that that made it better suited for a portable like instead of being lost you know exactly what we were talking about before you want to be able to knock it out in a session to where you can get to a save point or something um and not worry about running out of batteries or something like that, you know? And so each area would lead with like the map room and the save room and the story bit. And so it was kind of paced to be built for a portable experience. See, you, you have people that cry on both ends. You have people that look at something like that and it's like, Oh, it's, it's, it's telling me where to go. That's no fun. I need, I need to be able to explore. I need to do this. You took away the joy of getting lost in a Metroid game. But then when you have Metroid dread come out, you have, noted video game journalists and you know people that are pretty credited video game creators coming out and criticize well how would i know to do that how would i know to shoot this block over here I, i'm like come on man <laughs> really like i and the first I, zelda game had us like burning random bushes and yeah <laughs> i am i am the very middle of the road like Metroid player. I mean, I'm not, you know, like a diehard speedrunner or right or, you know, doing anything crazy. I I play them cuz I enjoy them. I I love that series. Mm-hmm. But I remember playing Dread and all the other ones and if I got stuck, I looked it up. Metroid Dread, I don't even feel like I really ever got stuck on anything. It was it, it was a Metroid. At that, you know, you you know how to feel out a Metroid game if you yeah. if you get stuck if you if you're like okay, 
I've been I've I've looked all over this room. There's like a couple other rooms, but you already know. Okay, I I think something over here, something like this looks a little different, or you kind of you know what exactly not exactly where you have to go, but you know kind of like in your head what th- thought process to go through to figuring it out. Right. Because they're they're <laughs> I don't want to say samey, but it's or predictable. I talked about this at one point where um, friend of the show, Jeremy's playing Link's Awakening, the remake for Switch, mm-hmm. and he's confused by certain things like, oh, I wish I know and I could have just pushed the block. Like everything else had been yelling at me, say I need an item to pick up the thing, but these blocks I can push. And it's part of that language that like we've been playing Zelda games for 30 years. Yeah. This is his first one. We understand the sword, shield, blocks, power bracelet, rocks, feather. Like we know, okay, there's a... There's a pit in front of me that's one exactly one space. I know I'm going to get the thing that'll hop me over that. And, you know, almost akin to a Metroid game, I'm eventually going to get an item that I can come back to and uh, that'll open up that area for me. I can now jump over that one one whole space and then you'll see four spaces together. OK, I've got to get something to where I can either fly further or run and then jump. So there's a there's a language to those. And maybe it's because we hadn't had a Metroid game in so long. Until, yeah. was it Fusion? They were no Fusion was like two thousand and two, but I think Metroid the, Prime. The last Metroid was Metro was like Metroid Prime three, three, and then Samus Returns, which is technically yeah, a remake. Sam, yeah, but, Samus Returns, and that was oh, that was a really, I I really enjoyed that game. <laughs> I did not get far in that one. I didn't like the parry stuff. I just didn't. I put it down after the parry stuff. I need to give it another shot. But I loved Metroid 2. I loved the Game Boy one. So yeah. I was like, this isn't the one I remember. And you can play that one, too. Yep. That one is also on Nintendo Switch Online. This uh, this value gets better and better. And uh, a certain individual who we may be tied to with the Nintendo Switch Online expansion family said July is the renewal date. So it's not too far away, but it's not too close either. And I need to ask him if there's anybody that does not want to re-up that wants to fall off yeah if there's anybody that wants to fall off i will i will probably pick up another another account it's ready to buy the slot yeah uh the individual who holds the the, do what now i said i'd probably pick up another account yeah the individual who holds the family membership (laughs) he's gonna be he's gonna be auctioning off the slots this year he's gonna make money off of it It's a deal for everybody at 40 bucks. Why not pay him 40 bucks for each one of the slots? And he could just make bank on the farming the family memberships. I'm surprised there's not like Reddit groups and stuff where people are putting these things together. Oh, there probably is. Yeah. You're just at the mercy of uh, whether they decide to suspend their account or auto-renew or whatever. Yeah, we'll all kick that around. I think I know everyone in that uh, stable, so we we can figure it out from there. Hey, that service gets better and better. We all talked yeah. about it a couple years ago, and I was kind of on the edge. Like, the $20 tier is not even that great. I'm just playing yeah. online occasionally. Nothing major. I'll duck in there and play some. It. Yep. I'll jump in there and play some Super Metroid or something, and then when you break down that that's $10 a person, and you get way more shit with that one, it's like it becomes a no-brainer, especially yeah. with them adding stuff. On that note, do you think in the next year or two or however long it takes for them to announce a Switch successor, do you think we get GameCube or any other platform? Or do you think they're going to keep fleshing out Game Boy for a while? 
I think with with Game Boy Color and or Game Boy Game Boy Color and Advance, they have quite the and, well and a lot and N64. They still have some N64 stuff they can throw in there. What can I think, they add to that? What's missing from that? I don't know. Quest 64. Oh, um, Brant. I said, <laughs> what's missing from that? Ogre it's, Battle. It's not on there. Ogre Battle. Um, Harvest Moon. Since Harvest Moon just came to that PlayStation service, that would be, that might be something they're looking to mm-hmm. harvest out that franchise a little bit more. They could further their relationship with Microsoft and get more of the rare stuff on there as well. That'd be huge. Is Banjo-Kazooie on there? I'm thinking no. And they're on Smash. That would make sense. I don't remember if Kazooie's on there or not. I don't think it It is. I think I would have at least tried it out. All right. We don't have a shit ton of content this week. We've got devices that can look this up for us. N64 games. Here we go. Nintendo Switch Online N64 games. Is Diddy Kong Racing on there yet? No. That's a good one. Oh, this is the wrong list. It let off with Turok, and I was like, I know Turok's not on there. No, that's not on there. (laughs) That's ported to the Nintendo Switch system. All right, what does this get you? Nintendo 64 Switch Online. Mario Kart 64. Ocarina of Time. Star Fox 64. Paper Mario. Super Mario 64. Dr. Mario 64. Yoshi's Story. GoldenEye 007. Sin and Punishment. Banjo-Kazooie. You were right. I was going to say, I, th- I think it, at least the first one was on there. Yep. Kirby 64, Mario Golf, Mario Party 1 and 2. So we're still waiting on Mario Party 3. Uh, Pilot Wing 64, Pokemon Puzzle League, Pokemon Snap, uh, Majora's Mask, Wave Race 64, Win Back, Covert Operations, and then Yoshi Story again. Yeah. We're waiting on Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2. What's the use um, of having those anymore? Is there anything without that? Unless you have that integration, I, if it comes. I'd say that? if if they yeah. if they add Game Boy Color stuff to that, that would be a that would be. I I wouldn't mess with that. I don't think I would dabble with the Game Boy games. I don't know if I would mess with that integration. But you would people would be talking about that shit. They would mm-hmm. be all over the place. Oh, um, I was thinking about this the other day, Cesar. Cesar talks about, I don't know if he's told this personal story on the on the podcast, but he had kind of moved away from Nintendo stuff. He was playing RPGs on PS1 and uh, Dreamcast and things like that. And uh, Metroid, or Metroid, Metal Gear Solid Ghost Babble, the Game Boy Color one, he got that for Game Boy Color, and it was like this whole new, it opened up Game Boy Color and all that kind of stuff for him. And I think that would be, that one's kind of lost to time and very, very expensive. I think Ghost mm-hmm. Babble would be. I don't, it's not called Ghost Babble on the box, I don't think. I think it's just called Metal Gear Solid for Game Boy yeah. Color. But yeah, the story is Ghost Babble. I think that would be a huge one. Um, and if you're doing, if you're going ahead and doing the expansion pass stuff or the uh, expansion pack stuff, what, was that what that was called, or was it controller pack? It was the transfer pack. Transfer pack, <laughs> P-A-K. It's some some kind of pack. We're full of packs here. Um, they could do the perfect dark one if you drop perfect dark yep. and do the Game Boy Color perfect dark, which was a whole another experience. But it added to like you could do some things between the 64 and the 
the Game Boy Color version there with that transfer pack. So if you're going to go ahead and you have the Pokemon Stadium stuff. Obviously, they're not going to do it, but it would be really cool if they could integrate somehow the transfer pack and some kind of camera add-on. They did the stuff for the Pokemon stuff. Yeah. But if if they could do like the Game Boy Color yeah. <laughs> filter with that... um. <sighs> with the Game Boy camera, get it like the with original printer, perfect the way the yeah, printer the, would print out, mm-hmm. and have oh, it uh, the original the perfect, dark. perfect dark, mm-hmm. yeah. how they wanted to put people's faces in there. Yeah, but people were doing like dick pics and had the dicks running around <laughs> in the in the multiplayer. <laughs> so they took that out. They were like, no, we can't have this in our game. I remember when those Game Boy cameras were out, and I don't know anyone that had one. I've seen that and the printer, but. I, don't I almost ever do anything with it. I almost sent you a video yesterday because I've been thinking about buying one of those Game Boy uh, cameras. Oh, brand just to have it. Yeah, <laughs> there is there is somebody that has done a full mod where you 3D print a shell, exchange the shell, and you can put like all these different lenses and stuff on on. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I, I okay. I'm probably gonna send it to you because You're doing God's on, work. Honestly, it's. It's kind of impressive. I mean, it still looks like that that shitty that shitty digital camera. Yeah. Um, but it's it's actually kind of impressive. It it looks pretty damn good. Renee said he played Soul Hacker Two. We should have added him to the call and let him talk about uh some Soul Hacker Two. Um, my week consisted of Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two Warzone Two Point I guess. And uh, some Metroid Prime Remaster advanced pretty far into that one. Um, Warzone, we played, well, we played Monday. Mm -hmm. Did we get a win? So I've played so many sessions just here and there. Yeah. They all start to blend together. Um, So so it must have been, was there anything of note with our Monday sessions? No, we had some crazy rounds, but nothing, nothing like of note. Yeah. So uh, Friday night, uh, over the course of probably eight drops, we got two wins out of the uh, out nice. of the trios. So we reintroduce, and here's the problem with it's not a problem; it's a good problem to have. You get excited about something, and we saw this with Halo, where it went from us being like three or four people that would play to all of a sudden you have to fill out like a big team battle. Yeah. So we have so many people. It's uh, with Warzone, it's up to four. So luckily, like sometimes when we play at lunch, we can do we can do duos or trios, right? And I did see um, probably by the time the episode comes out, maybe it's the seventh. No, it'll be up by by the time you're listening to this, it it will it'll be live the next day. So not quite yet, but the way Resurgence works, and did we we played that one together, right? Yeah. Where you keep respawning, yeah. So it's not the gulag, all that resurgence reminder. You just you keep respawning as long as somebody's alive, you can get back in. And so um, that's only been for for solos, duos, and quads for some reason. And now they're making it open for trios. So if you have a trio and you don't want to do the regular royale or the minis, you can do the because they brought the minis back too, which are that's my jam. I love the if I'm gonna do one of the more long form ones, I love those trio minis. But uh, that's actually what we won with. Friday was the trio minis. We did two of those. Um, uh, we introduced where I was going with this whole bit was uh, we introduced another player, friend of the show, Mark, 
and he's playing with us from Arizona. And it was awesome getting on there with him. And it's another case of like he bought the Series S when it was on sale over the holidays for 250 or 200 whatever it was at Target after the gift card. And it's a free game. I still can't believe I – was, I was talking to Russell about this the other day. It's like this is like a fully fleshed, addictive, you don't have to buy anything. I bought the Battle Pass, and I still can't really tell what I'm doing in it versus not. <laughs> it's not changing the way the game – you know, it's cosmetic stuff. It's yeah. not changing the way – that the game is played for anybody and here's this free game that he can just play online with us and chat with us. And it's just incredible how far things have come as we think about the $60 game experience. And now the $70 game experience. And you have this thing that like, I'm thinking about this game when I'm not playing, it's like, man, I'm itching to drop and get my fix. We, (laughs) we, uh, we, we were camping last weekend and I didn't, I didn't have a chance to play for like four or five days. I was fiending for some war zone. And when I came back, it's just like, oh, God, finally, I'm, get, I'm getting that fix. I get to drop on the <laughs> island and loot some stuff and try to kill people. I know on Monday you were getting into it. You We, we finished oh. around. You were like, I'm, I'm shaking. I'm shaking. That was it. It was a close finish and, Monday. Yeah. And it does that to me. When we get down to, down to the end, I'm like, I'm shaking at the end of it. It's so <laughs> tense and nerve wracking to me. And I think it I think it was our last round where like um, – friend of the show dale was with us and he he had like post up downstairs i was laid up upstairs watching the stairs i killed somebody you respawned you come upstairs and you were like trying to get your shit back and you know trying to loot their bodies oh god i do and then all yeah then all of a sudden you go down and I go around the corner, around the stairs, kill that guy, turn around to get you up, and another guy comes up the stairs, and we're like, Dale, he's up the stairs, go get him! And Dale, like, huh, what? And, like, goes to Mow walk down. up the stairs, and the dude comes down and gets him. <laughs> he's like, oh, damn! Cause- Mow down. <laughs> that's a problem with Resurgence when... It- problem it's the that's the way the game is played is you always mm-hmm. have people respawning as long as someone's up so when you see team wipe it's almost a celebration like okay nobody's coming back at least yeah. in this vicinity because they will come right back for their shit and they're right there on top of you and it could be one two or three at a time so it's the shift of okay you took the thing so we like to on that smaller map can't remember the exact name of the map but there's a there's an area called shipwreck and there's two boats and so Give when there's our secrets I'm kidding. There's three people listening to this, but 50 ish will listen to it on the podcast. So uh, if you ever play with us, let us know if you want to play with us. I don't know. Community engagement. Sure. Maybe that's something we'll get into. Reach out to us. No podcast at gmail.com. Send us your gamer tags. Get on there for a community stream. We'll play Twitter, Instagram, something. Yep. Something on there. Jump on there with us. Renee, Renee will play with us from time to time as, as part of our community. Mm -hmm. But uh, we like to land on the shipwreck. There's two boats. So we'll call like North boat or South boat and people split up and go that way. And one and time it, you guys, I, I didn't have any visitors. You guys had like a whole team land on y'all. Everybody went to the one ship. And so there's this ebb and flow. Like, do they wipe everybody? Do they then start shooting at that ship? Are they able to land? Do they come from the little, there's like a little overhang on the cliff yeah. above, uh, like a rock outcropping above the ships that people can fire down on or jump down and sail down from there. So you never know what's going to turn into a hot spot from from any moment. And I think as long as those regular Battle Royale rounds can be, um, 
it's great to have a mode where you're you're con- you are constantly respawning, and there's some there's an incentive to killing people because it'll lower that respawn amount. Uh, if you loot stuff, people come back faster. So if we're in a pinch, like I definitely think that's the lunchtime hour block is full of those because you never know what the battle royales. It could be a ten minute round, it could be a forty minute oh, round. Gosh, if you win. Yeah. If you win, you're going to be 40-ish minutes in. Or if you come in second or third, you're going to be 40-ish minutes in. Mm-hmm. It's going to get down to get yeah, down you may, to the you nitty-gritty. may get one, maybe two matches in. Yep. Uh, our first, our first W of our first dub, as the kids say, or W, George, our first George W of Friday night. Uh, we were in like this hotel area, and right outside of it is a fountain, right? And we're getting stuff. I think we had all just kind of. Uh, somebody got out of the, did they get out of the gulag? I was buying back people this round. I had a shit ton of money. And for some reason, every time we went to a buyback station, it was clear. So I'm buying people back left and right. And it's, there's three of us. It's myself, uh, friend of the show, Russell and friend of the show, Mark. And we're, we're leaving this hotel lobby. It's probably, we're in the top 10 team wise. We're starting to leave this lobby. I'm the, I'm the level up and they're. They're like around the corner from me in this little alcove thing. This other team comes busting in the front of the lobby away from the circle, away from the way the circle's going towards the gas. Like, you know, we're working our way in. They're busting back towards us. It's like, how does this happen? And they got Russell and Mark, but they put enough hits on them to where I could come in and I got either two or three of them. I got I got all of that team and I'm getting their stuff and there's a gold gun. When you see a gold gun, you're like, oh, shit, here we go. And it was, uh, I think it was the Soviet. And then I'm just kind of waiting outside that lobby. I've got good stuff. I've got full health. You know, I'm in that holding pattern. And there's no way to buy them back. It's just me. And they're like, go ahead. It's top 10. Just finish it out and see how it goes. And I crept towards this fountain. And as you know, at the end of a war zone, the it's all about location. Are you in a good spot? Is it closing around you? Is it coming back to you? Is it moving away from you? All that sort of stuff. We've won one together, right? Didn't we get a Warzone dub? Okay. Cesar, Cesar won it. That's right. Cesar got it. Yep. Cesar landed it. Um, but as that circle is moving, every, it's pushing everybody around the fountain towards me. So I got one in front of me. I take them down. The person who was across there had been looking at them. I'm There's steps going up to the fountain. And I'm just barely looking over the top of the steps to where I'm looking at, you know, uh, like feet level for them. So I kill that person. Somebody had been popping at them because they were looking at them. They're creeping around the fountain looking to where that person died at. And they're, I just see their whole figure and I take them down. And then I see it's one person. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just me and them. And so now the circle's shifting. It's closed in around that fountain. And I was kind of hugging the outside, like bobbing up and down looking. And I'll send you this video. It was a really good clip. And so I'm hugging the fountain as the circle shifts. And I'm, I've got my headset and Russell and Mark are quiet. Like they were talking to me, trying to offer support for a minute, but then they're quiet. And I hear in my left, on the left side of here, and I, I looked back to the left behind me and then I checked to the left and there's somebody in the bushes like looking another direction. So I start laying into them. They see me and you see my shields pop, but I drop them. And then you see the victory thing. And it's like, yes. <laughs> and that was like, uh, so we, Mark had just started playing Warzone. That was like his second or third round, maybe. And he gets a dub and he sees it. It's like, yes. And then the next one is maybe two rounds, maybe three rounds after that. We get another one. 
um, and it closes in around, there's a shipyard with pipes in it, like big concrete pipes, right? Like you can duck down into them and walk around, but it's not the one with all of the pipes. So I don't know what area it is, but uh, all of a sudden as the, as the gas is like closing in on this one spot and we're in the, it's all three of us. I have no ammo. I think I have just, they just bought me back or something and I have nothing. I had a gun that I picked up in that ammo and I had another gun that I picked up in that ammo and working into that circle, I ran out of everything. So as we're creeping in from these pipes, we got pipes on either side. We'd killed one person in there. Uh, I glance up in the corner and I see two teams, six people. And I'm like, okay, we got our three. It's three V three at this point. And so I've got 10 shots maybe in one gun and we're going up over this hill and we fan out like we do. And I think I downed somebody and then Russell killed him. Then Mark downed somebody and Russell got that person. And then I was out of ammo and the last person downed Mark and he's behind a box. He's behind a, uh, it's one of those drops, one of the loadout things. So I was like, if I need the ammo, I might have to get it, but I'm trying to res Mark first. Cause he's got cover. And then as I'm trying to res Mark, the guy that Russell had dropped behind the, the, like where the guy was hiding at, the gas moved in and destroyed him. And that was it. And you see the victory pop up and it's like, yes, we got another one. <laughs> So then, of course, the Warzone gods giveth and the Warzone gods taketh away. We got none last night in 15 rounds or so. But the Warzone pool grows. Everybody I know is playing it. A uh, friend of the show, Robbie, was on there with us last night, and we had some good rounds. Cesar got on there with us last night, and we had some close finishes, but nothing. Mostly frustration where you get down to the nitty gritty and somebody's just like shooting you in the back. I hate, I hate having good stuff like level five weapons and you're just running. you you think you're good. You're going from one building to the next and you're shot in the back from nowhere. And you never even saw anybody. You have all this good shit, all this ammo, and you never shot a single fire. You never fired a single shot the whole time. I hate it. <laughs> oh, but it's, it's still so much fun. Um, Metroid prime remastered. I'm get I we were talking about it last week and I mentioned the suits and stuff I got and you were like yeah yeah that sounds like it's towards the end I've gotten one more beam I got the plasma beam and I got another suit I had gotten the gravity suit and now I have damn what is that one called maybe it was the gravity suit no I've gotten more so I added on to the ice beam there's like an ice beam particle it separates it's like an upgrade for the ice beam and then I got an upgrade for the wave beam. There's a bit where you go up into the top of this temple and you're shooting around the supports around the outside and the like levels drop real cool level design. You shoot the supports around and the, the level, the temple thing is like literally dropping all around you as you try to move up and jump through these different platforming sections. And then at the top of that was a wave beam uh, accessory visor. That's what I meant. Not a new suit. I got the x-ray visor, which is really cool because you there's certain spots in the environment and I was like, could you have known to do this without the x-ray visor? Because the x-ray visor, when you turn it on, you'll see platforms and stuff that were there, that are there that were not there before. So I'm like, how would you have known? Is it specifically because of this thing? And the section I was in, I took down the x-ray visor and it's raining in this area. And you can see where the rain is hitting the platform and it's just like, it's bouncing up like a rain hitting a puddle in the street or something. And you never would have seen that because you have to like look up in this one corner of this room I don't think you ever would have seen that without the x-ray visor and then turning it off to see that the that platform is there. And you can actually jump to it with the x-ray visor off. It's there. You just don't see it unless you hone in and see the like 
the drops coming in from the from the where it bounces back, and that was just oh, that game design is just like oh, this is beautiful. That game constantly makes you feel like you're in a living, breathing environment that wants to destroy you. It's like the Amazon; everything there is trying to kill you, but it's beautiful. It's beautiful. That frog is gorgeous, but it's a poison dart frog. If it gets you, you're dead. Uh, Metroid is the is a very same isolating atmospheric. Oh man, it's good. I've got where I, where it may catch up to me is I have five of the twelve artifacts. I don't know if there's like a sudden thing like your Triforce quest at the end of Wind Waker. I don't know if there's like the sudden thing like artifact, 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 artifact. But I've been picking them up as I go across the map. And I don't know if it's going to all add up at one point or if there's one that's like six pieces or something like that. But um, I'm just slowly knocking those out and getting missile upgrades. I've got 115 missiles, I think, which is a shit ton until everything you shoot starts using the missiles now. So like that ice beam upgrade, uh, you hold it down and it spreads out that thing, but it uses the missiles and the wave beam thing will or it's plasma beam. I got the, I just got the plasma beam. And it shoots out this constant beam of energy. And I haven't, I just got that and I haven't really had a chance to use it against anything, but I'm progressing. It's, it's a constant, I'm way further in Metroid prime than I ever got. And I thought I had gotten pretty far into it before. And it's, I had never even scratched the surface. I got the grappling hook not too long ago. So that opened up, uh, there's this room in Magmore caverns that you, you see early on, but it's this long, uh, pool of liquid hot magma, that you can't cross until you get the uh, grappling hook, and then you can you could shift across it. Uh, my physical copy came in. Did yours? I think you yes. you sent us a picture. Were you going to post the picture? It's posted, sir. Oh, it's posted. I need to get on there and like it. Your volume went down considerably. I don't know if you changed anything. Better? A little bit? You just sound quieter for some reason. Weird. Did I turn down my volume? I don't think so. Um... Those seem to be more out in the wild. Like people are posting pictures. Like I found it. It was just in Walmart. Or here's that rare game everybody's talking about. It's in Target. There's 19 copies. Uh, my brother's it's copy surprise. was delivered. What's that? It's what is what does Wario say? That surprise. Surprise indie hit. Surprise indie hit. <laughs> that Nintendo Shadow <laughs> dropped. Yeah. <laughs> They're reprinting more copies of it. But this is uh, it's gonna go down as as one of the top games. I just I love every second of it, and I'll be. Renee says he can hear you, so maybe it's just something on my end. Um, yeah. I'll be in that conundrum again, like I've been in the past five years. Do I play Metroid Prime 2 on GameCube? Do I play on Wii? Do I wait for the remaster? This, we're definitely getting some port of it of some kind on a newer platform. Uh, did you start it yet, just out of curiosity? I have not, considering I have uh, two games that I am you're working in your the middle of right now. Oh, you're not uh, like me where you just completely abandon a playthrough of something and, and I open another really, game and forget the other one? I really have to be on something and like half interested in it, like and then like a brand new game comes out that I'm like, I have to play this right now kind of thing yeah. to to drop everything to play a game. Uh usually once I once I start playing a game, I like to see it through. Yeah. So I would like to, too. I wish I was like that. Uh, I need to go back to because Warzone Warzone's taking up my free time. If it mm -hmm. wasn't for Warzone and Metroid Prime, like I'm actively playing that any free chance I have to that's that's portable. 
because I want to get back to Psychonauts. I, it seems like yeah. when I jump into Psychonauts, it's like a two-hour block, and I'm able to knock out some of that. But <clears throat> I definitely want to get back to that. Like, it's one of those where I, Renee says, "Okay, he does sound low. You do sound a little low." He says, "Weird." That sounds better. That's fine. Yeah. I'm just moving closer to the mic. I think so. that's what it was. Um, I know where I'm at in that, so that's I think that's also a testament because some of these games I'll be. And it's like Legend of Dragoon. I haven't played that in six months, but I know exactly where I'm at in that. I think it's a testament to those two game designs and story and everything that that it's still like fresh on my mind. I won't I won't have to jump back in there and be like, what the hell's happening? Um, I think I'll have beaten Metroid Prime by next week, possibly. I don't have much to go unless this artifact thing just acts super crazy. I don't know exactly what it's going to consist of, but. I've got all the visors, and I believe I have all the beams. Yeah, now. I'm, tr- I'm trying to remember. It's it's been a minute, but i I don't think I don't think you're too far. Yeah. <laughs> Renee says I'm addicted to Warzone. I can never leave. Join the addiction. Yes, I'm addicted <laughs> to Warzone. It's so fucking good. <laughs> I get now what everybody's talking about. Oh, on the note of like everybody that I know is playing, I've had some coworkers that have been begging me to play Warzone since the first one years ago. And uh, one of the guys who hadn't played games in probably two years or so, um, he had a new addition to the family, so he hadn't gone back to gaming in a minute. And us talking about it got him fired up, and he's on there. So as soon as he sees me on the Xbox, he shoot me a party invite. He's like, let's go, let's jump. (laughs) (laughs) So I've got, like, these multiple groups. We basically have a podcast squad, and then I've got one with my brother and his friends. I've got one with coworkers. I've got one with my brother-in-law and his friends. And it's just like, we have these war zone groups. We're all plotting to figure out. I would love a bigger battle royale team. If we did like 8v8v8v8, yeah. v8, that would just be something. It'd be so hard to wipe a team. It'd be mag. We'd be back to mag. say, we got to bring back mag somehow. Oh, mag was good as hell. <laughs> oh, Renee says Warzone is calling my name. Yes, I'd, I, I would like to be playing Warzone right now. If we could figure out a way to put Warzone inside the podcast recording and we it's just play and play stream. Warzone. Yeah, that works too. It's so good. Play more Warzone and play Metroid Prime Trilogy or Trilogy Remastered. This, it's a great remaster. I'm unlocking stuff. Like I haven't really dipped back into the menu to see the the artwork and the um, the music. There's a soundtrack player in there too, but it's it's constantly telling you as you unlock stuff and scan stuff and acquire items is telling you you've unlocked so-and-so in the menu you've unlocked so-and-so so there's plenty of stuff to like go back into in the main menu and i've listened to a little bit of the soundtrack and people have dumped it thankfully because the soundtrack yeah. got remastered too so people have dumped that soundtrack so this is how you do a remaster man if i could it seems like the suicoden games are getting the same thing it seems the same sort of quality upscale i know it's a lot different with a 3d game versus a 2d game but it seems like it's getting the same sort of treatment and um you know hd remastering of those same assets and stuff so hopefully that one's as good and adds the same type of uh additions i hope so but those are mine i went on for way longer than i thought i was going to uh those are my games played for this week tell me Uh, about skyward sword so last week I actually forgot to mention something that I played. Uh, I started Legends of Dragoon on uh, PS5, and you're playing it on stream. I am streaming it. Um, I did notice some of the audio and visual 
effects were funky. There were known issues with the uh, the audio cutting out at times, and some weird like artifacts and, and glitches and stuff. Did they fix that? I think you mentioned on the show they had announced there was a patch coming up or some sort of update. Monday, when I uh, turned on my console to play Warzone, that's right. You uh, told us. I saw Legends of Dragoon had an update, and later I saw somebody. I think it was on Twitter saying that you know no more, uh, no more bugs, glitches, audio issues, nothing. So it, they they fixed it very oh, quickly, cool. very yes. quickly. Um, PS one game got an update real quick. Look at that. I know. Um, this is still one of the most amazing RPGs, um, of all time. I'll, 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 I'll fight I'll fight and die on that hill. You're dying on that hill. I will die on that hill. Um, my first stream. Volcano. I, <laughs> I keep missing these. I don't know how I'm, I'm not getting the go live notifications. I just checked. It did it for us. I don't, yeah. I don't know if something's off. Did you have viewers on the stream? Uh, a few, yeah. Okay, good. Um, I even had somebody, I think on my second, the second stream, um, just kind of dropped me a hint saying it, it something I already knew. Yeah. But, you know, they were like, you know, helpful hint from, you know, somebody that that's a um, longtime Dragoon player. Um, you can use um, the the triggers to, like, reposition the camera. Uh, while you're I didn't fighting, know that. you didn't know that. Oh, ah. see, because this was something. Because I, I was, I saw it and I said, you know, thank you, for, thank you. But I'm also a longtime dragoon, yeah, uh, aficionado. But uh, just giving some community feedback. That's yeah, the yeah. Fun, the fun thing in streams, and I've seen some streams listed as listed as backseat friendly, like people are going to offer you stuff. That shit is so cool to me. That's one of the great things about this podcast is hearing how differently we play games or something we may have seen that somebody else didn't see. But yeah, during during the battles, you can actually use the triggers to to move the uh, battle camera because there's some angles. Never knew. That's awesome. There's, yeah, there's some angles that when you run in to do those additions, they, it can get a little weird mm-hmm. uh, from certain angles that it, it's just it's harder to hit them. Yeah. Um, and if I haven't played in a really long time, um, I always it takes me a while to get in the groove. I'm surprised this time. I'm usually hitting them pretty consistently um i just got i want to say rod typhoon in my in my, one of my last playthroughs for um the character lavitz with the spear and yeah. that one's really involved and has i think it's four or five Ooh. hits and they're <laughs> like they're it's like boom 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 and it's like you just have to be right on time. And if you get any of those enemies uh, throwing like the counter attacks in there, it can, it can just immediately throw a wrench into that momentum. Um, but as far as I've gotten um, through three playthroughs, uh, I've got through the, of course, the beginning of the game. Like I said, I um, rescued Shauna, got Lavitz. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, my last my last playthrough was um, we defended the town of uh, Hoax. I did that. That's wh- that's where I'm at in the game. And then I went to the next town after that. Like the big, it's a big open, huge town. Well, the the, the battle of uh, Hoax is where you um, meet the uh, Congol, the the last uh, humongous uh, was it Giganto. It's a big dude. Giganto. That was a hard fight. That was like. 30 minutes, 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, so, some of the fights 
I, th- I think it's because I've by this time I've played them four or five times. A lot of these big fights, I know I, I know when to guard. I'm not using. I get to the point where I guard a lot sometimes just to make sure I build up my health to a certain level. Yeah. Um, rather than using the healing potions, the healing breezes and stuff. It's really balanced on, but, that, on that front. I feel like a lot of RPGs will, if you do a guard or a block or something like that, it just, you're just burning a turn, essentially. Yeah. It's an actual tactic in Dragoon. But, because, well, yeah, because guarding not only, it, one, it guards you, it raises your health um, by, yeah. you know, whatever percentage. Uh, and also, if you get hit the next turn, it halves the damage. Yep. So it's it's a beautiful mechanic, and it, and it works great. Especially for that boss battle where that guy's going to come out and smack you. Oh, my gosh. He he does all these freaking clotheslines. He runs up and grabs you a dart and lavits by the head and smashes you all together and then throws you against the wall. Yeah. Uh, gotta get, I got to get my, brutal. to my playthrough of this, especially since we're around the same area. So after that, you unlock, uh, Dart unlocks his Dragoon power. Dragoon. R- Rose joins the party. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, uh, continue because the, um, there's a, there's a giant, there's a, there's a war going on and they're worried about the, the dragon. One side has this dragon and they're, you know, they're worrying about it tearing up the town. So you're now on this, uh, path to go fight the, the green dragon. Uh, you go to green, a swamp or green something after dragon. that, right? You go to a swamp, and then immediately from the swamp, go to a volcano. Uh, so I'm in the volcano. You fight. Um, what was it? What was that thing called? The Verge? The Verge? You might have passed me then, because I don't think um, I, I'm in some big town. It's a... Um, in the lore, it's this creature that the Winglies used to fight against the Dragoons. And at this point, it's it's decrepit. It's been in the lava. It, like, petrified. It comes out, uh, and you fight it. Uh, I remember the first time I fought it forever ago. It, <laughs> that that really giving me some trouble. But this time, uh, I felt like I beat it really quickly. Um, and the biggest thing is, like, it's got... It's, like, body. It's got an one arm floating there, and then it's it's head. And it's one of those battles where you don't have to attack anything but the head. And if you just attack the head, it eventually just dies. Yeah. Uh, Are there, after, uh, is that like the, because I've, when you, as soon as you said that, I started smiling. The dragon tank on Chrono Trigger used to be my nemesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, right after the trial, you're trying to flee the castle and that dragon tank is like running you over and stuff. And that thing destroyed me on Super Nintendo and I hated that part. <laughs> And it's like ever since then, I just know how to fight it or something. It just doesn't it's not the thing that it like I hated from my childhood. So you talking about that thing was so tough, but now I I know what to do with it. And the dragon tank was mine because my friend was like, dude, the dragon tank. Why are you stuck on that thing? It's just it's like a mini boss. (laughs) Just get past it and keep moving. (laughs) It would destroy me. Uh, So when you initially enter this volcano level. There's like this giant firebird off in the distance that like flies around and your your group sees it. And then all of a sudden it kind of like it's flying straight and then it sees y'all and makes a beeline for you and you run off. 
uh, to get away from it. And eventually you get toward the end of this volcano area and you go around this giant cliff over like a big lava pit. The fucking firebird pops out of the, the lava pit. And so you fight it. That's the that's the battle I just did. OK. Um, and then after that, you go into this forest in this forest. Um, it's, it's the dragon's nest. It's got a bunch of spider webs and, and stuff in it. I'm probably gonna stream. Whoop, probably gonna stream that tomorrow. Do that tomorrow sometime. Yeah, because I I planned on streaming sometime this weekend, and then I didn't because I got too absorbed into Skyward Sword. <laughs> Which so, we'll talk about next week. I'm just playing. <laughs> Skyward Sword, um, is one of those games where I know. Initially, when it released, it got a lot of flack. Mm-hmm. And I can see with some of the dated mechanics in this, but honestly, with this HD version on Switch, it is after you have to get through that that beginning portion because that beginning portion tutorial, whatever you saw, the, the setup to the story is kind of a slog. It is kind of boring. It It is, but it's it's different enough, I feel like. Yeah. Because I think about slow starts in Zelda games, right? Mm-hmm. Twilight Princess is the worst. <laughs> I hate the opening of that. And that's the thing is, I, re- I remember really liking Twilight Princess. It's been since the game released. I have n- I have not gone back to it. So that's one of those. In that village and you're herding goats uh-huh. and it just fucking drags. It's so bad. Not all Zelda games can open like Breath of the Wild. No. Or Link to the Past. Link to the mm-hmm. Past has a good... Ocarina's is good. Ocarina's is pretty damn good. Yep. Jorah's Mask is pretty good. Wouldn't know so much about that one. It's a good one. I'm <laughs> telling you. It's probably up there as one of my favorite Zeldas now. Oh my god, everybody says that. I know Cesar says that. Once, I'm going to have to break it out on yeah, 3DS. Once I got past it, dude, just find us, find a small little guide. Uh, get get past the, the beginning a little portion play it it's it's so good the in-depth story do do the side quests get involved in those characters yeah. dude it's it's good it's so good those sides even the side storylines it's so so good but skyward sword talked about it some last week um i think last week i had i was in the fair on woods that's what it was uh and i beat um after the podcast the following day I beat the first temple. Um I continued uh cuz you get I'm about to you, say that's kind of early on. That that first part you're supposed to um you're getting tablet pieces and you're you know piecing this tablet together and it's map it's basically the map of the world. Yeah. And that's letting you go go back down to the surface, dive down from from Skyloft down to the surface. Um so from there you go. Um, it's I can't even remember the name of the place, but it's it's the lava. You go to that mountain mountain region and the Earth Temple. Um, and I beat that actually pretty quick. And then from there you go. Those to, dungeons are good in that game. Oh my gosh, good. the dungeons are really really good. It's top tier. Um, 
I'm so glad this game got a re-release with the uh, reimagined controls and everything. So that's yeah. it's, it's it's accessible again, not only for those who enjoyed it, but for those who missed it the first go around. In the era of the Wii fatigue, as you were talking about, yeah. Uh, Renee says you should you should stream some Skyward Sword. Ooh. Um. Well, I would if I was still really close to that beginning portion. Yeah. I. After I beat the Earth Temple, went to the the next portion is the what is it the Laneru um, the desert desert portion. Mm-hmm. Um, beat beat the desert, and you get to see Zelda again. You see her every time. Um, you're always right behind her. You're always right right behind her. And the yeah. last time you see her, um, you have to defend her, and she gets away. But before she before she leaves you she, and goes through this you know giant. Um, ancient gate kind of thing she actually passes you the uh, goddess's harp and says you're gonna need this um is that when they, you fought Girahim? yeah Girahim? well he, yeah you don't fight him there he he just he's there he you swipe at him in a cut scene and then he leaves yeah. after the gates destroyed um so you go talk to the the old woman at the uh, sealed temple, and she tells you that that is like y- you need to go through like the gate of time or something like that. And in order to do that, you have to power up your sword. Um, you just did that in Wind Waker. Can you not carry over your save <laughs> to the the sword? Like, uh, can I timeline. please? Yeah, I just timeline. did this. Can uh, the, the other guy did it. He's kind of me. He's kind of me. We already did this. Can we just go ahead and can I carry my progress over? So in order to do that, the, the you battle have to, pass. You have to seek out uh, three sacred flames, and and basically forge your sword in the, in those flames. So when I said that that it's sunken into me, I've done. Um, so I did the first three dungeons. Uh, then I've actually already completed the other two for the <laughs> for the flames. I am on the Damn. last last flame. You're on now. a huge Zelda kick. Uh, nope. You I'm weren't lying. Uh, you weren't and lying. If, and if you think if you thought the the first dungeons going through for that first section is good, the dungeons to to do all the uh, the stuff for the flames, um, where you're upgrading your sword Gets and actually. Better forging um the goddess sword into the master sword is it's a whole nother level it's it's pretty damn good there's there's multiple stages so what winds up happening you have to um you go to the i forget what it's called it's like the it's like the isle isle of songs uh, you learn to play a new song, which in this one is not like Wind Waker. It's not like Ocarina. Ocarina, yeah. Yeah, Majora's Mask. It's literally, it's you don't learn a new song. It says you learn a new song, but literally, there's it's a mini game where a circle like pulses in and out, and you just go back and forth on the harp <laughs> in time with the with the oscillating circle. Uh, and that's your that's your song. That is uh, that is the, that is the one that is the one uh, critique I definitely have. Aside from like I said, the balancing mini games on uh, tight ropes. Yeah. Um, 
Very dated game design. Very of that era. 2011. Uh, is, is yeah, the songs, quote, you know, quote-unquote songs that you get in this one. Um, with, you know, minimal interaction. Um, but you, you get a song, it, you, it gives you a hint, uh, on where to go after learning the song. Mm -hmm. So you go, you backtrack to each, each of these individual places. There's a, a trial you need to go through. Um, the first trial is always the same. You basically go to a silent world, a silent version of the world you're in. And you've got to collect these pieces of you of your soul um and there's there's guardians and there's pose through this area and it's like a it's really hard to explain there's a it's like a flower up in the top world yeah there's a flower up in the top hand corner that indicates like your time and then it's got a stem and then it's got like all these little balls of off of it that indicate the pieces of soul and you've got to collect I'm trying to remember how many it's sounds bullshitty. It sounds like the wolf's parts of twilight princess. It's honestly, it's, it's not very hard, but it just kind of consumes time. So padding. Have, yeah, like you padding. Have, so you start off in a circle and there's usually a, a, a soul piece like right off to the side or something. You can see all of them. They, they, they like shine up these green beacons. Um, it's broadcasting where it's yeah. at. It's not some sort of secret. Yeah. So as soon as you step out of the circle, there's guardians everywhere and they like wake up and they will t- chase your ass down. Um, but as soon as you grab a soul piece, it fills up the flower. The flower gets all these petals and then the petals will like slowly wilt. You have like 90 seconds to get to the new one. And it's and as soon as you get a new one, it fills it right back up and all the okay. guardians and stuff are frozen in place. The one thing is like the Poe's are patrolling and if the Poe catches you, it'll alert everything. There's what they call waking water. If you touch the waking water, it alerts everything. Um, But as soon as again, as soon as you find one of those little pieces, if you grab it, it's it's back to you're fine. I've I haven't had a challenge. I've did done two of them and I haven't had a problem out of any of them. Okay. Um, and then after like the first one, you, you did that, you do the trial and then you get, um, I forget what they call it, like a, a gift from the goddess. So the first one you get the, uh, the dragon, the water dragon scale, which allows you to actually dive and swim, which you need that for the next portion. You go and, uh, see the water dragon. She's been damaged by a bunch of the monsters. So she sends you on a task to kind of like prove your worth because of course nobody thinks that you're the goddess's hero in this game. Right. Right. Um, so you have to actually go back to that first temple and go get some, um, water from the fountain at the end of the level and just bring it back. And that heals her. And after that, you have to go through another like mini dungeon, but, is it fun to cuz I'm doing a lot of backtracking in Metroid Prime, right? Like I'm going mm-hmm. through I'm going through areas I've been in dozens of times at this point, but it's a little bit different every time because I have a new attribute. I've either got yeah. the grappling hook or I've got a new visor. Is it fun going back through that 
first dungeon again with all your new shit you've acquired throughout yeah. the course of the game. And it's yeah. and it's really not bad. I mean, you go through. Yeah. There's one locked door. You have to just go find the key real quick. Yeah. You get you get through that, and then you can. I mean, there's a couple new enemies walking around. Um, but I mean, you can, after that, you literally run and you can get to the end of the dungeon, scoop the water, go back to the dragon and then you're down. How's the dragon the, uh, look? Is it cool? Temple. <laughs> it's kind of weird looking. Uh, she looks kind of, kind of odd. Um, I didn't get this for, she, she's got, she's got a weird face. It's just called the water dragon. Um, yeah. If you type in skyward sword, water dragon, she'll pop up. Water Dragon Skyward Sword. I just gotta see what this looks like. Lake in Lake Floria. Yeah. But uh, uh <laughs> I told you she looks really weird. Uh <laughs> Okay, here's the full. Alright, it looks better with like the full one. I just looked at the headshot thing. That was weird looking. <laughs> I was about to say if it was just a headshot, then that's definitely weird. She's got yeah. like a weird human y face but it's, it's not, not human-y it's not what i was expecting brant it's, it's not great <laughs> she's very odd in a game full of i would say beautiful art design and like quality character models that's a weird looking thing but it's um it's maybe whimsical enough to work yeah yeah but you There's go into hand. that you go into that temple and that temple just first walking in Almost gave me like old school ocarina water temple vibes. Just looking yeah. at it, because I mean, there's a whole wa- a whole area of water. There's a giant statue in the middle, um, kind of Buddha esque. Um, you wind up getting this. Um, uh, you wind up getting a whip in this area, which lets you like grab certain things and and pull on them. Um, you can use it almost as a, uh, as a grappling hook, like Indiana Jones whipping over a vine and then using it to swing on and get over gaps and things like that. Um, the implementation of it is very, very, very cool. That's it has awesome. done very well. Um, uh, and then you have to like go underneath and there's this whole, like the music changes and gets all dark, uh, and a little distorted and there's, there's like these undead bokoblins bo- under there um, to like get zombie ones. Yeah. And you've, you, you've got to hit them. And the easiest way is to <laughs> hit them, knock them on the ground and then do the finishing move and stab them. Um, but that's under there is where you get the boss key. The boss, the boss key is not being an actual key in this one also is another one of those weird things. Uh, it just being those weird shapes and you've got to, Match it, line it up, and then push it in. Uh, that again is is one of those we yeah it's the we era kind of thing that got old very quickly. Yeah. Um, but it's it's whatever at this point. To the point where game designers now will put an option in the menu to let you skip any sort of <laughs> shit even resembling that. <laughs> no, I don't want to do the stupid puzzle. Just push the thing and let me through the thing. Um, and then the next area I went to, um, cause you get that flame, you power up your sword. The next area this you go back, sounds amazing. I need you to go, go back to it. You go back to the desert. Um, and this time you're, you go to this, uh, 
what used to be a, a vast sea and is now just a sea of sand. Um, but you activate this one little boat and there's a little robot because there's a uh, there's like these time shift stones. So you this was a huge thing when you went to the the desert the first time. There's these stones and you can hit them and it radiates out this energy and you'll see the area of desert disappear and it goes back to this lush green vibrant uh, area. I just did that part where I was at. Yeah. So this um, you activate it on the boat. Uh, it activates uh, a little bit wider area sinks down into the boat. There's a little robot there that activates tell you, tells you he's a sea captain. Um, he lost his ship. Um, I've got a figure of this guy. I bought a figure years ago. Oh, whoever really? this is. Yeah. So he, he, um, talks with you. He finds out that you're looking for the flame. He said, Oh, that my ship protected that flame. My, my ship, the flame is on the ship. So if you help me, you know, find the ship, you'll, you can find the flame. Um, I, I gotta find the, the, the ship. I gotta find my crew, make sure everybody's okay. So, you said how much I know. I thought he was a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it might be. I don't know if you have the figure. Uh, you might be talking about somebody different. Maybe I could be. Um, because there's an area where you get to you. You sail to a couple of places. Um, the f- first place you say to you have to get like a C chart. And then the next place. Oh God! Like, did you have did you have flashbacks? <laughs> yes. Uh, he said C chart, and I'm like, nope, nope, no. Not again. I Delete, did this. Uninstall, block, mute, this. donate my switch. Um, did you already have this game, by the way? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've had this since okay. it came out. It's just been sitting. Um, we all do that. Yeah. Oh, I've got several of them that are doing that right now. Several. Uh, <laughs> Must be nice. Um, I have hundreds. <laughs> uh, so the next area is he tells you, oh gosh, what is it? It's like the shipyard or something. It's where they built the ships. You go on this horrible fucking area where it's like mine carts and you've got to lean the mine cart as it rocks back and forth on these places. Yeah. You move the controller. <laughs> uh, I, I, again, I'm pro controller all the way. I just, barely push the stick where it needs to go okay uh but there's gaps in the track in one part and you've got to you know hop over it and stuff but you go through all that bullshit uh (laughs) to find one area covered in sand uh you fight a mini boss and then uh fee jumps out and it's like oh there's there's nothing here there's nothing here just go back to the captain tell him there's nothing here (laughs) so you do that and then why you go, did you go do all that? I, I know. Yeah. So you you go <laughs> back to the captain. He goes, OK, well, it's kind of scary. I'm sure all the pirates are gone by now, but there's there's a pirate that we have to go to the pirate fortress. That's the last place. That so sounds go, like Wind Waker, too. So you go there. Um, that's a cool little area. You wind up because everything's all decrepit, but you find uh, an orb that's like a a. It's one of those time stones, but you have to like carry it back to its pedestal and power it and make because the the pirate fortress looks like a giant like shark or something. And its teeth are closed. 
when you walk up. So you have to go and power it up, and then it opens up. And from there, you get the ability to douse for the ship. I don't know if I've talked about that last week at all, but that's another big thing with this, is you can... um, Several quests and things throughout the game, um, like when you're looking for Zelda... Fee will come out and go, oh, I can I can sense her aura. You can douse for her. So you, just like you would... I remember uh, that, yeah. Just like you would uh, press the is it the down button to, to look around, you can press that down button and select something to douse. It's like... Yeah. Doesn't it do like a finder thing? Yeah. So you it puts a thing on your screen and wherever you look, it'll, you know, it can point an arrow in certain directions, but it's like a little magenta circle and it'll glow brighter depending on if you're in the right area, looking in the right direction or not. The closer you are, it starts pulsing and it's got like a little audible beep. Uh, It's got like a little arrow that'll pop up on it as well. So you go looking for the ship. Um, The captain told you that the ship because it's got the flame on it, uh, they want to protect it. The ship can be invi- the ship can go invisible. That's a mechanic of the ship. So that's what you're using a dousing rod thing. So for. I'm dousing for it, and there was a couple times I got like really close, and then all of a sudden it like disappeared. I'm like, what the? F- where where is this thing? And it's I found out it's like circling this one area. And so I just had to because there's one time I like physically bumped into it. I'm like, it's here, it's here. So. <laughs> You have to, like, uh, use the cannon on the ship and shoot it, and then you have to chase it and shoot it a couple more times, and then it appears. You can go on the ship. The ship's another kind of, um, you know, dungeon puzzle thing. Yeah. And then after you do all the stuff that you're supposed to do on there, you get the boss key, open that up, and there's, like, these giant tentacles that come out, and they're coming from the floors, and they're coming from the walls, and you're having to cut them. Uh, The ship is you're in the ship, the ship's starting to sway. Oh, and shit. As, as you're, like, r- trying to run and get the hell out of there, like, it's filling up with water. <laughs> it's... <laughs> and then you get on... Let me in, let me in, let me in, yeah. let me out, let me out, let me out, let me out. Then you get onto the top deck, and it's... Uh, there's more tentacles, and then you see this giant uh, creature uh, with, like, tentacles in its face and tentacles for arms and, and, and stuff. I've watched movies come like out. this. Um... And he's he's got, of course, one big eye. And before you, um, this you finally get the last uh, sub weapon in this thing. Of course, it's the bow. So he's got a giant eye. You know what you're gonna have to do with that. Damn, that's probably the latest in a Zelda game. You get the bow. I would uh, yeah. Think. I was like, there's there's no boomerang in this game, and the bow was the last thing I got. The beetle thing kind of does that, right? Like the beetle thing yeah. you can fly around. Yeah, the beetle's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just fought that, but all, all the dungeons, the all the, all the fights, uh, so far, all the music, the music is, is really, it's really good. It's, it's yeah. in some areas, uh, in Skyloft, uh, to me, it feels a little bit more whimsical than, um, than a normal, normal Zelda game. To me, it almost sometimes sounds like Kingdom Hearts-esque in certain areas, um, well, look at look but, at Skyloft. They're way above everything. Oh, yeah, like I the, know. All the all the treachery and the villains and everything else is in the is on the surface. Mm-hmm. Skyloft is just this 
like wholesome isolated area we take care of our own everything's safe here it's fine and then all that stuff's going on at the surface you know it's a good contrast and they're the the art styles look that way too and they're told that like there's nothing down there there's nothing beneath the clouds yeah so it's 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 really cool and i'm i'm really really digging this zelda game it's um is it gonna be up there on your list at the end of it you like it more than wind waker it's yes probably (laughs) to be honest yes everybody who has played there's a lot of people that judge skyward sword or they were oh they had Wii fatigue whatever you know yeah but the people that played it really and i loved every minute of it i played i just fell off of it like so many other things but it was and i was playing with the motion controls and i love the motion controls like i said there's there's things i've mentioned that are you can tell it's dated i don't necessarily like the weird um like upgrading your shield and the shield like you use it to block one thing and and that wooden shield you know initially that wooden shield like whittled down to nothing after me blocking like four attacks with it i'm like what what is the point of this shield um there's a lot there's a lot of elements like the breaking weapons and the stamina meter (laughs) that got moved on to the next title yeah but i talked about it last week there's there's you know mechanics just to add mechanics and there's good implementation of mechanics and i think the implementation of those mechanics in um breath of the wild is is way better because there's so many weird things like you use stamina to push blocks even right in skyward sword which is so odd and right honestly there's there's never a time where that stamina meter has prohibited me from getting anywhere i've almost run out of stamina a couple times but a lot of the time if you're climbing up vines or something or running up a you know a steep hill that you've you got to use a lot of stamina there's there's those little fruits those little stamina things Mm -hmm. everywhere to where it's like okay i know i'm gonna have to use the stamina bar they put they you know literally this out here yeah Yeah. to, to let me know so it's like why put it in there anyway at this point just let me run up the hill like normal, but um, just another system that seems to was, be yeah. oddly integrated. Yeah. Uh, and and the fact that you can upgrade the weapons or fix the weapons, but you have to have certain things. Like before, right before we started the podcast, I was mining certain. Uh, I, I was looking for a specific trinkets to upgrade a certain shield um bluebird feathers yeah specifically feather bird feathers and then blue bird feathers feathers. so why blue bird feathers oh it's what it needed that's what it yeah i don't know why you would need feathers or tumbleweeds or (laughs) any of this shit to upgrade a shield blue bird feathers (laughs) but the the weird uh mechanic guy that (laughs) <laughs> sits there at that counter looks like a madman anyway so yeah i'm not gonna question his work just let him do his thing he's um, a madman he's got things figured out you don't question with a madman you just follow through with their requests so uh, yeah loving that enjoying that um probably will f- finish that this 
week, I would I hope. I believe you ran through Skyward Sword in like uh, a week and a, a half. It's <laughs> I'm at the last flame, and then after that, That's I think insane. I go through the last little bit, and I'm done. Are you playing, like, every night? Like, how do you do this? Oh, no, I just... I, you take it with you on know. the go? No, I played a little bit Monday. Um, I did have... Uh, my son had an event this Thursday, and I wound up just... Rather than wasting the gas getting there and coming back from from work, I was just like, I'm gonna take the day. So I played it. Oh yeah, a little bit Thursday, and I also streamed Thursday. But then yesterday, like I said, I wanted to stream. I played several hours yesterday. I played several hours today. Um, <laughs> more, definitely, definitely so more than I intended. Several. Yeah, I, I more than I intended to, but I, I played a lot. It's awesome. Um, and I'll probably get up and play it a little bit more tomorrow. Plug away well. tomorrow. I bet yeah. when we play Call of Duty at lunch, you'll be done. Mm, I don't know about that. This guy's gonna knock it out. I'll, I'll There'll probably, be a fetch quest at the I'm, end. I might be at the like the I might be at the temple to get that final flame. Who knows? Um, and other than that, yesterday we were looking for something to do, and we popped in uh, Smash Brothers. We all hadn't played Smash Brothers in a really long time, so the family sat down. Everybody got a GameCube controller. Uh, as God God intended. As God intended. Played, we played Smash Ultimate. Um, I haven't played that in so long. And I never bought any of the DLC. Like, I'm oh, sure I could get, like, the season pass thing and just get yeah. everybody. Yeah. Since we were all out of practice, it was pretty even. Yeah. Um, I think everybody everybody won. Everybody lost some. You know, That's good. And it was... It, it was fun. It was That's fun. Was when you have somebody dominate or you're like, don't use that character, then it gets to be a certain way. But it's yeah. fun when people are just laughing and cracking up at all the hijinks. Just toys. Oh. Remember? It was yeah. Just Smash Brothers, just like toys coming out of the toy chest. And then they, mm-hmm. they brought it full circle with the ami- the Amiibo. <laughs> oh, but yeah, we had we had a really good time. Because that was one thing we we sat down and we were sitting here and we're like, well, what do you want to do? We could do this, we could do this. I said, I got a room full of games, man. Just pick. I told my son, I was like, pick that's something. the problem. Pick something. Anything. Oh, my oldest child did request the chariot game uh, very soon. <laughs> oh, Dad, can we it? play the chariot game? Uh, Circus Maximus. Circus Maximus. I remember it. I remember it well. Chariots of War or something like that is the <laughs> subtitle. <laughs> Chariots uh, of Fury, maybe that's it. Yeah, <laughs> only on Xbox. Xbox console exclusive, except Europe, that's <laughs> where it's a hundred dollars on PS2. <laughs> uh, just out of curiosity, I did, I did look up, um, because I again, I, I thought about uh, Twilight Princess. Mm-hmm. I have it for the Wii, but I thought about it. Maybe I should, maybe I should look for the GameCube. I told you how that game was getting up in price, the HD version for Wii U. Yeah. It's also it's also over a hundred bucks on um GameCube. On both? Yep. Please uh borrow my copy before you spend a hundred dollars. <laughs> if you're really craving a playthrough, please borrow my copy and play I'm, it. I'm debating it because I uh like I said last time, I've got um Minage Camp is one of those that I started a few times, but I've never gone all the way through. I have played when uh, I have played Twilight Princess. Like I said, it was forever ago, yeah. but I did beat it. So uh, I might just I might stay with ones I haven't beaten before. I but also more progress I have Metroid Prime, but not a whole lot. Yep. Now you have Metroid Prime. I'm excited mm-hmm. to hear your thoughts. As soon as you fire it up, you're gonna be like, oh my god. Yeah. I Especially after 
firing up a prime trilogy for you the other day. I'm sure. Yep. The, you the differences are night day. You just Which, did that contrast. Yeah. It looked good. It already looked good, but I've seen more screenshots and I stuff. I'm like, ooh. I thought the same thing. Looks, I was like, the screenshot shots from Switch look so damn good. It's like this game was gorgeous. How did they improve it? And it, I have never stopped and thought like, uh, that shouldn't be there or that doesn't look right. Nothing. It's it's an awesome video game. It's uh, withstood the test of time and been supplemented now, too. Yeah. Um, but that's it for me this week. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See ya. Adios. Adios. <laughs> He's not here. It's not the same. Yeah. <laughs>